0: I-V-M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Diary of the Travelling Professor. And it's October. It's October and my latest diary entry represents this transitionary sort of month. Transitional month. I don't know what the right word is. I'm sure you can help me. I'm not a professor of English. Hmm. But I'm the Travelling Professor all right, so... October has been a month of, well, contemplation so far for me. Contemplation happens in walks, walks that I take all along. Perhaps the English countryside or the Scottish countryside that I've been to. Yes, I'm still reminiscing Scotland, maybe getting a little nostalgic about it. Near nostalgia, new term. But contemplation helps me actually get a new perspective on things that have been vexing me. And one of the things that has been vexing me, the stuff that I want to talk about today, has been about cause-led advertising, cause-driven advertising. Now, let's just define what cause-led advertising is before I dive into it, right? Cause-led advertising is when a brand supports a cause, like Me Too, like Black Lives Matter, like so many other things. And these causes become all important and The brand literally kind of embodies the cause in some cases and in some cases champions it. And in some cases champions the brand ambassadors like, you know, Colin Kaepernick from Black Lives Matter, supported by Nike. Colin Kaepernick may not necessarily be the best player in that particular game, but certainly the one of the most visible because Nike supported that movement and his stance in that movement. So what has vexed me about it? Now, I've been wondering if cause led advertising actually works for the brand or not and i'm sure this is a burgeoning area of research for academics like me and for industry professionals as well because we need to know whether we if we are talking to people about a brand that we are trying to market for the you know for the product or service it is is it wise to put money behind a cause rather than actually talk about an unmet need or an unmet want or Do you have to do kind of both of them in tandem? I'm wondering, I'm wondering, and this is what's vexing me. You see, the pandemic has kind of rolled back the cause-led thing in my head. And a lot of people are finding it damn difficult to actually go to brands which are not very, you know, functional in whatever they are offering you. People have become a little more basic in the way in which they are requiring whatever they are requiring from goods and services. And... Causes are not necessarily on top of people's minds when they're choosing brand A versus brand B. Unless, of course, the cause-led brand truly is a cause-led brand and is not just posing and preening for a particular month, you know, pride month and everybody's into the LGBTQ movement, uh, even if they have not said anything about it for the next 11 months. Or, you know, uh, Me Too happens and then, you know, the brand like Gillette comes into the fore with its own movement, which is like toxic masculinity, which is a bit of a surprise. And it created a bit of a furor. I don't want to get into the furor at this moment, but those are the brands which are, I call fair weather friend brands to causes because they come in and they dive in when the the cause is hot, it's trending, it's on point. They make their comments and they try to grab a share of that attention Okay, in uh, less parliamentary terms, some of them might call them attention prostitutes, attention whores, right? And they don't, uh, they're not far away from those actors who've come in for Black Lives Matter and started talking about Black Lives Matter, not because they truly believe in the movement, but they just have been missing all the tension that they've they been uh, getting before the pandemic, So you have these brands coming in and doing their cause-driven act. And I don't think that that works for brands. If you are like a Ben and Jerry's or if you are like a Nike and you are supporting causes, and trust me, it could be for a particular strategy or it could come from the heart. But if you have been cause-driven or cause-led for most of your time and your customer is, you know, listening to you, wise enough to understand that you mean what you say because you've been saying it even when it's out of fashion, then it makes sense for you to be a cause-driven brand. Another way in which the cause-driven brand actually makes sense is it's a bit like a tiebreaker, right? You like brand A, let's say a brand of toothpaste versus brand B, another brand of toothpaste, and everything's even Stevens, which is possible in today's day and age, very less differentiation between, you know, two products functionally. Cause-driven can be the tiebreaker. So you can say, hey, brand A and brand B are very equal, but brand B, you know, does a damn good job of cleaning the environment or keeping the environment clean, keeping Mother Earth green. I'll go for brand B. It's a bit of a tiebreaker. But if brand B is not actually meeting brand A standards as far as products are concerned, especially in the pandemic and post-pandemic, I don't think we are really going to suffer fools gladly. We want our functionality, we want everything promised in a product first. And then if it's supporting a cause, it's a good tiebreaker. So that's where I think, you know, my head is as far as cause-led advertising is concerned. Santosh Desai and a couple of other people for the Ad Club of India had done a video uh, uh, debate on this. One was talking for the cause and I think, I believe Santosh uh, was talking against this uh, particular cause-driven advertising. And I feel that it works for some brands, especially when they are actually driven by the cause right from the get-go. And secondly, it works as a tiebreaker. But I believe that the bread and butter communication and advertising for a brand better be about its differentiation if it's not very well-known for its differentiation. Does this make sense? I like the way in which a walk like in the English countryside brings out the nuances of, you know, a subject like this, because it could be very easy to be ham handed and say, Ha, ah, it doesn't work or it does work. But how about it does work, but in circum- certain circumstances and it does not in cer- certain circumstances. Man, that was a tongue twister. But you know what I mean? It's always more difficult to have a layered argument. But I hope that's what you got from this one. You'll always get this one from the traveling professor. If you want the the traveling professor to, you know, kind of give you a bit of a funny one, then please head on to Instagram. Otherwise, I'm on LinkedIn making a little more serious talk, a little more serious talk. And you can always go to, you know, tell me about it, which is another piece of work that I do, which is out there. And if you like podcasts like these, do download the IBM podcast app or just go to ibmpodcast.com or just go to wherever you listen to your podcast from. Happy listening then and happy week ahead for you.